If you're a writer, you have definitely heard the phrase, show don't tell. It's classic advice that's aimed at helping writers get better at writing scenes instead of narrative summaries. But accidentally, this writing advice has been completely misinterpreted, and now it's out there wrecking perfectly good novels by stripping them of their power and their meaning. Hello, and welcome to the Speculative Fiction Writing Made Simple podcast. Wait, that's not the name of the podcast. Yep, you caught me. I am changing the name of the podcast. You see, my business mentor has a really great phrase that I love. She says, clear over clever. And I think I was trying to be super clever with the name of the podcast, where what writers really need is for me to be super clear. So that's why I'm changing the name of the podcast. But everything else stays exactly the same. I'm your host, Heather Davis. I'm a book coach, a developmental editor, and a fellow storyteller. And this is the show that's all about how to brainstorm, write, edit, publish, and sell a powerful speculative fiction novel, and maybe just change the world too. Show don't tell. I have really strong feelings about this advice. So let's break this phrase down and then get you on the right track to writing scenes that draw readers in instead of shutting them out. So what is showing? Well, showing is when you zoom the camera lens in and you allow the reader to see the event unfolding firsthand. Dialogue and body language are heavily emphasized in showing. Okay, let me give you an example of showing the way it is often interpreted by writers. So I completely made this scenario up. This work doesn't have to do with anything larger and I'm just going to read you my example. Okay. Sage burst out crying as papers fluttered down like colorless confetti and computer screens sizzled and popped. That's it. Nathan yelled, slamming his fist down on the desk with a loud thwack. If this happens again, you're fired. Do you understand? Sage began to sob even harder. Okay, so that's showing. I emphasized dialogue and I emphasized physically what's happening so that you can sort of picture it in your head. But there's a problem. You probably felt that it was a little bit vague and it was hard to get invested in the scene and in Sage's struggle because you really had no idea what was going on or why it mattered. So what is telling? Well, telling is kind of like the opposite of showing. So instead of zooming the camera in and allowing the reader to watch the events unfold firsthand, you're actually zooming the camera out and giving the reader a summary of what happens. You are directly telling the reader important information about the scene, including what it means to the protagonist. Let me give you an example of telling. I'm going to use the exact same scenario that I used before. I'm, it's going to be a scene with Sage and her boss. Okay. Sage sat at her desk crying. She was horrified that her magic had wrecked the office again this was the third time in a month, which meant her condition was getting worse, just like the doctors warned her it might. Nathan, her boss, stood in front of her, livid. He told her if it happened again, she would have to find another job. That made her sob even harder, because how could she afford her apartment if she got fired again? She would have to move back in with her brother and sleep on his cigarette-yellowed couch for another six months. Okay, so what I just gave you there was basically narrative summary, and instead of allowing you to 
see the scene unfold, it was just summary. So you didn't get to hear the dialogue. You didn't get to see the papers falling or any of that. So this probably felt a little bit more grounding in that you now understand what the heck is going on, but it would have also maybe felt a little bit more distant because you weren't directly in the action. Okay, so where does that leave writers? If you only show, then it feels vague and very ungrounded and the reader has really no idea what's going on or why it matters. But if you only tell, then it feels grounded, but very distant. And the reader doesn't really get involved in the scene and doesn't like feel their emotions and have their heart pounding, right? So if you do only show or only tell, you're essentially locking the reader out of the scene. What you need to do is exactly what we were told to do in kindergarten. Yep, that's right. You need to show and tell. If you do that, you are allowing your protagonist to be the decoder ring for the story. You're allowing uh, your protagonist to sort of explain to the reader why any of the events that they are watching unfold actually matter. Okay, so now I'm going to give you an example of the exact same event, only where I'm using both show and tell. And hopefully you'll see that this just feels a lot more grounding and engaging, and it doesn't feel like it's shutting you out or boring you. Sage burst out crying as papers fluttered down around her like colorless confetti and computer screens sparked and popped. She was horrified that her magic had wrecked the office again. This was the third time in a month, which meant her condition was getting worse, just like the doctors warned her might happen. That's it, Nathan yelled, slamming his hand down on the desk with a loud thwack. If this happens again, you're fired. Do you understand? Sage began to sob even harder. How would she afford her apartment if she got fired again? She would have to move back in with her brother and sleep on his cigarette-yellowed couch for another six months. Okay, hopefully that just felt better, right? You have the context, you have the dialogue, you have the action, you have it all. So how do you do this? Again, I have a really good tip for you. It's super easy to implement. Just remember, show and tell. Really, seriously, show and tell. Meaning, I show the reader what happened. I give them the dialogue, I give them the action, I give them all of the visuals. And then after that, I tell them what it meant to the protagonist and how the protagonist is interpreting it. And if you do both of those things, then the reader will feel fully invested and grounded in the scene and they will really want to keep reading. Okay, writers, if you are ready to learn even more about show and tell, Take a moment and get the free workbook. In that workbook, I will give you these three example scenes that I wrote, plus tips on how to implement this technique yourself, and I'll even break down a scene from A Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes by Suzanne Collins and show you exactly how she does it. You can find that workbook at miniworldswriting.com forward slash show and tell. Or you can just go to the show notes below and click that link. As always, I hope this episode was really helpful to you. And if it was, take a moment to follow or subscribe to the show. 
and share it with a writer friend. It's the very easiest way you can show your support and let me know that you are interested in hearing more. Until next time, keep writing, keep dreaming, and remember, the world needs your stories right now. So don't you dare give up on your novel or yourself. See you next time.